Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, March 31st. The first quarter of 2022 is in the books. It has flown by. Tomorrow is April 1st. I know. Do you have any good jokes? (laughs) No, I don't do that. You wait to play? I don't do that. Well, I'm going to talk about that during the history segment. All right. Good. Do you know when April Fool's Day begins? Uh, I have no idea. You're going to learn today. I'm sure you're going to teach me. That's awesome. But hey, as we begin this morning, Direct Line for March 31st, uh, talk about grandma duty last (laughs) week in Florida. Well, I was gone. Thank you for carrying on without me as yeah. I, I know you can do it so well without me. You don't really need me, but I was not going to be here for any reason because well, awesome. I got to Florida, yeah. I, my first grandchild. Yeah. It's amazing. A game I have changer to tell you, is I beat, what I hear. I beat you to that yes. milestone. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's just pure love. It's wild. Lots of friends <laughs> are becoming grandparents. Isn't uh, it weird how like yep, yep. Times, time passes and then you're like, oh, I'm in this new season of life yep. that I see all these other people in. Yeah, one of my best <laughs> ministry friends was in Florida, not far from you. He was in Bradenton. Yes. And he became a grandpa for the Aww. first time. And he said, man, it's just incredible. <laughs> it you know? really is. I, so. I'm calling her like a multiplier of love. I there mean, you, go. you love your children, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But this new life comes into the world. And it multiplies the love because it not only then you see your, your own child with their spouse, you know, loving this new life, but then like Olivia, my daughter, it's like, oh, it's a whole new opportunity for her to get to love right. another, um, right. you know, another little being. And right. it just, right. it just multiplies the love. That's awesome. That's how I Well, I'm glad you were able it. to go Thank and you. I'm assuming there'll be more trips to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? There are. I'm That's looking awesome. at my next one coming That's up right. soon. That's so. awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, um, we've got a good show today. We're going to hear from two guests. My friend Wayne Kent is in Poland, right. and he is doing relief work, and I was able to capture audio with him. Mm. So that'll be a segment two. That's a heavy episode, you <laughs> know, definitely a heavy segment, I should say. And then Brian Carpenter, mm-hmm. who has been the longtime youth minister at Crossroads Christian right. Church, grew up here at Second right. Church. He right. made an announcement, and uh, he's, he's transitioning from a ministry standpoint right. from the local church to a parachurch mm-hmm. that I just love. And we've asked him to come in and right. kind of talk about his years in student ministry but also about this new role. But I want to dive in. Um, you know, we try to look at the events of this world right. through the lens of faith. Right. Did you watch the Academy Awards nope, on Sunday night? Nope, I do night? not watch them. Yeah, have you ever? Uh, maybe a long time yeah. ago when yeah. it wasn't so political. Yeah. And I, I don't really care about their political opinions, so I quit watching. So I've never so. really been into them because yeah. I'm just not a movie junkie, right. I guess I would say, in right. a lot of ways. But um Everybody, I think, <laughs> listening probably is right. aware in one way or another what right. happened. Chris Rock, mm-hmm. African-American comedian, mm-hmm. incredibly funny, incredibly mm-hmm. gifted. Um, and the thing about these award shows is everything is up for grabs. I mean, it is cruel times cruel uh, times cruel. And, and everybody live. laughs. Yeah. And live. And yeah. live. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of like they make fun of you to your face right. and you just have to laugh. Right. Well, he told a joke right. about Jada Pickett Smith. Right. Uh, I think that's Pinkett, Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I didn't know, I didn't right. know this, but she has an autoimmune disease that uh, she's losing her hair. Alopecia. And so what is it called? Alopecia. Okay. See, I did not know that, but um, she has basically gone bald. Right. 
And one of the things that he did, again, he's making fun of people left and right, mm-hmm. but he looks at her and he says, I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane 2. Right. And G.I. Jane was a movie featuring Demi Moore, right. and she shaves her head. Yeah. And, um, and everybody kind of laughed, right? Will, Will, Will Smith laughed yeah. at first, and yeah. then he looked over at yeah. his wife. And yeah, she was not laughing. She was not laughing at all. And right. Will Smith walked up on stage, mm-hmm. and I mean slapped him. I slapped mean, the heck out of him. Right across the face. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of people are probably thinking this is a setup right, at some yeah. point, but then then he really went into kind of a profanity laced mm-hmm. tirade. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it was really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I guess my question for you: <laughs> What do we do with that? What, what's the takeaway from that? Are there lessons from this? Well, you know, I've seen a lot of things on social media, and I think the one that I agree with the most is: let's give these people both some grace here. Okay. Um, do, do do we make mistakes? Do yeah. we do things that we wish we would not have done? Yeah. Did he wish, did Chris Rock wish he might not have gone down that path? Maybe. Right. And did Will Smith wish he did not respond that way? I, right. I, I just think let's give the both of the guys some grace and realize yeah. it's a, I mean, who knows what's going on in their lives? It Absolutely. sounds like a lot of things are going on between well, that marriage. So, yeah. um, you know. Yeah, should it have happened? Probably not. Right. Not right. A, not one of their finest moments, I would think, for either right. of them. So. Um, you know, Chris Rock did release a statement, mm-hmm. basically saying, "I shouldn't have told that joke," mm-hmm. and, and I would say he shouldn't have told that joke, but, but he shouldn't have told the other thirty-seven other jokes. jokes. Right. I mean, it is that's what comedy is. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, you know, with Will Smith, it was interesting. My wife, I love her with all my heart. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of oblivious to all of it. Right. So I. I found out early Monday morning, right. and then I asked her Monday night, I'm like, can you believe it? She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I played it for right. her, and I think she felt like, um, man, Will Smith defending his wife, right. you know, which kind of surprised me that that was her I think that response. was my initial response. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. after watching it a couple times and thinking about it, yeah. I don't think it was a good moment for either of them. But I totally should agree. we, What I mean, who are we to judge? Right. I don't know. I agree. So. I, I just think... Um, there are lessons to learn, and one mm-hmm. of the things that th- the Bible's really clear about is be wise with your words, because once they're out there, right. you can't bring them back. And there are always consequences. Right, right, right. Some of them, people get a pass maybe yeah. on some consequences, and t- sometimes you don't. But yeah. yeah, there's always consequences on both sides. Well, I guess the challenge is let's just be wise with our words, and let's also be wise with our actions. Because, right. you know, the average person... If um, if you say something about my wife that I don't like and I haul off and smack you, I'm probably going to jail. Right. R- r- honestly, right. I mean, right. That's and are, what are there some ramifications? In well, of, I mean, are they going to strip him of his Oscar? Well, are they going to? We don't know. There, don't there's know there's okay. talk. I guess yeah. uh, the police actually approached approached okay. Chris Rock that night okay. and asked if he wanted to press, press charges. charges. He said no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is talk. There's a investigation yeah, going boy. on. Whatever that means, right. but um, my, my guess is probably not. I think the two guys will get together and mm-hmm. hug it out, probably. and it'll be a Hollywood. I don't know if Jada will be involved in hugging yeah, it out. Yeah, I don't know. Again, you. You know, I don't even know if I want to dive much deeper into this, but there's just some odd dynamics some odd dyna- with that yeah. marriage, yeah. you know, yeah. that uh, makes you wonder if this is so upsetting to you. How is some of the other stuff right. unfolding? You can find that on Google. We don't right. need to waste time with right. that. But a um, couple more things. Albert Pujols. Do you know that name? I know that name. He's like the hero. Did he start out at the Cardinals? He is was that where Cardinals he started? Okay. on the path to the Hall of Fame, won okay. two World Series with the Cardinals, and then he chased the money to Los Angeles, uh, okay. to Anaheim, 
never made the playoffs, mm-hmm. I believe, in mm-hmm. 10 years. Mm-hmm. Well, he is about done. I yeah. mean, he's like 42, <laughs> I want to say. Yeah. And he's coming huh. home to St. Louis. That's the neat. designated hitter is now both in the American League and the National League. So he's going to be a DH for St. Louis. And um, I'm a Cub guy through and through, but I'm okay. happy for my St. Louis Cardinal fans. And I think it is really appropriate that he is going to end his career a St. Louis Cardinal. That's kind of You neat. don't really care about don't baseball, really care. do you? Only if I can go to the game yeah. and experience all the stuff that happens like on the big Do you screen. ever go to the game? I have. I've okay. gone to the Cardinals, the, oh, the new stadium. Oh, you're one of them. Okay. No, I've been to the Cubs, okay. too. Okay. I've been there. Okay. All I right. like. I, I just like the experience. I'm not necessarily a big fan either okay. way, but yeah. I like the food. You're not going to sit in your house <laughs> no. and watch a baseball game for three and a half No, hours. but I didn't think I was going to watch March Madness and either, and I am. Are you enjoying it? I really am. Give me something that you've liked so far. Well, that St. Peter's team. Cool? I mean, who yeah. doesn't like that? Yeah. Well, I love I Coach K, you know, and that he's yeah. he's making it again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just it's just been fun. I like watching the fans. Yes, yes, and the family members. Yes. And- yeah. Well, I'll tell you who's not liking St. Peter's <laughs> is Purdue and right. the Purdue fans, which right. we have many of them right. listening to this show. But what an incredible run by St. Peter's. Yeah. They are the first number 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight. And when you look at the size of their yeah. gym and yeah. just the size of their program, it really was like the Cinderella story. So it was just fun to watch. I thought one of the sad realities, this guy, the Shaheen Holloway, who's their coach, yes. he could have stayed at St. Peter's forever. Okay. He left within hours of losing the tournament really? to take a job at Seton Hall. And, and the rumor was I he'd agreed that. to be set. Well, he's going to get a lot more money. Yeah. Seton Hall is big D1. Okay. Huh. St. Peter's would be mid-major. But um, that's one of the debates that we had. You know, if you know you can be a super successful mid-major coach forever mm-hmm. and make $300,000 a year, $400,000 mm-hmm. a year, mm-hmm. or you can try Division One and get a couple million dollars a year, mm. but you're probably not going to be long-term successful. Mm. What do you do? And everybody, for the most part, chases division one Mm -hmm. i think there's something to be said for the guy that says i'm a saint peter's level coach Mm -hmm. i can find contentment with four hundred thousand dollars a year and i'm going to be the big dog in mid-major basketball i liked him every interview i liked his attitude his family wasn't it fun seeing his wife and the girls and yeah yeah. i just i just have enjoyed it i didn't know i would like it so much so i agree i'm kind of glad i'm watching one more thing and we're going to go to break carl announced that drive-through covid testing is done (laughs) They've closed shop in Danville and Champaign oh, and Mattoon and Alney. That's good news, though, right? Yeah, it's over. Is it over? I, it must be over. Okay. All right. Tobin, Tobin is shaking Tobin's his head. It's over. giving us a big yes on the fact that it's over. For so. some of us, it's been over for a very, well, very long time. I hear you. So. But um, that happened this week, Monday. They yeah. suspended the drive-through COVID testing. Okay, but what? So in China, they're all shut down. And what? They're all, as, they're all asymptomatic, right? Doesn't that, Isn't that right? They're asymptomatic. But they're shut down. Doesn't asymptomatic mean you don't well, have any symptoms? What what China has done is they've went to a zero COVID policy. Right. So, so everybody's if, testing. If well, if in the community yeah. someone gets COVID, we shut down the everything. Community, which I Ooh. think that's crazy, personally. To, but I'm saying, is that, that going to filter over here? Over you tell me. You tell me. I was driving out in the sticks, and the only station I could get was NPR. Okay. And there was an expert on NPR when I was down in Carbondale. Okay. And they were saying how it seems like it's over, but, but it's really not over. Yeah. So don't get comfortable. Yeah, I think so, that some people want yes, it to keep going. Yes. So, so I'm no no hey, commentary. If you say it's not over here and we have to go back to doing some of those things, yeah. I might I might push back on you a little you bit. You and many many yeah. others, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I think good things are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I would say thank you. I know some of the people that worked in that at Carl. Sure. 
faithfully sure. day after day, week after week, yeah. month after month. I know I used it multiple yeah. times and yeah. thankful for all of our friends in the healthcare industry. Yep. Hey, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with my friend Wayne Kent. He's really the father of Direct Line. He started right. Direct Line Radio 17 years ago in Decatur. I think, I think you're just moving him from Decatur over to here. I know. I think he's, he's going to be with us in yeah, a couple I know. weeks. I know. I know. But um, I'm really, um, I'm, I'm jealous because I'd love to be with him. How long Poland. has he, is how he's going to be there 11 days. 11 days. Okay. Um, I think by the time this airs, he's in day six of okay. an 11-day trip. Okay. But okay. Um, he's got some history in Poland. He's told us before about his travels. Right. Um, and I, I just think he's the right man mm. to go right now. Mm-hmm. But um, fascinating hmm. stories. I'll just tell you, carve out Thursday, April 14. He's going to be with you and me all morning long nice. in nice. the studio. And we're going to talk a lot about what's happening yeah. in Ukraine. Good. But also just about lessons that he learned mm-hmm. and uh, the well, takeaways. I can't, I can't wait to hear what he has to say today. All right. We're going to break. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's the last day of March, Thursday, March 31st. And we are blessed to have with us on a Zoom call, my good friend, Wayne Kent, the father of Direct Line. And he is not in Illinois. He's not in the United States. Wayne, where are you this morning? Well, I am actually in Poland. I arrived here on Saturday on behalf of the congregation I serve and like-minded congregations. Uh, We started receiving money for Ukraine refugees and didn't know exactly what to do with it. I used to work in Poland many, many years ago. So the decision was made from the point of view of accountability and good stewardship. I should come over here. So the church, First Christian Decatur, funded a trip for me to come separate from that money. I'm here for a week or so, nine days, 11 days, actually. 
um, to figure out exactly how, where to put money with the refugees. So that's my task. That's my goal. Where can American Christians, people from central Illinois, if they want to help refugees from, the Ukra from Ukraine in Poland, how do they go about it in ways that are right and that have some integrity and um, in ways that they know it will be used effectively? It's not just throw money at the wall and hope it sticks, but actually get something done. So you have been in Poland a couple days now. Uh, what have you learned? What have you seen? T tell us about life in Poland, just with this reality of this war on Ukraine that's happening and the millions of refugees. Oh, in Poland, so there's the, the number of refugees now is 3 million or so. 2 million of them are in Poland. Uh, in the first few weeks of the war, it was there was nowhere for them to go. But now most of them are placed either in homes or in um, refugee set resettlement places. Um, the number of home people living in homes is astronomical. If you think about it this way, comparatively with 36 million people in Poland and 2 million showing up, at, the, at that percentage rate, it would be like in the United States, 18 million people showing up in a matter of days and saying, we need a place to stay in a space the size of less than Texas. Mm -hmm. So many, many Polish people have Ukrainian families in their home. Okay. And then you have these centers where people are staying sometimes for one or two days so they can get placed, or maybe they can go to another European nation, France, uh, Germany, the UK, Sweden, Norway, Finland, they're all taking people. But of mm -hmm. course, the problem is, can they speak the language and that sort of stuff? Because there is some common denominators between Ukrainian and Polish to some extent. Okay. And of course, remember, uh, all these Poland and Ukraine at one point were part of the Soviet bloc. So many right. of those people were forced to learn Russian. So there is some common language. Um, but Greg, you know, it's been my honor to go to a lot of places around the world in times of crisis. I've never seen this before. Wow. Yesterday, yesterday, uh, we'd pulled up to lo what looked like an industrial park. And again, my goal is to say, where can we use money? Where can we give money? Right. Pulled up to what was look, looked like an industrial park with a McDonald's out in front. Pulled into the McDonald's parking lot, and it looks like any Western European, any North American McDonald's. drive through, you know, the big M's and all modern, very Western looking. Across the parking lot is a huge warehouse that you could think of, well, that's the size of a warehouse that Ikea would keep all their supplies in, okay. five of them, one after the other. Can I tell you, Greg, I've never seen anything like this in my life. Building after building, five to 6,000 cots per building, 30,000 people. Wow. Now, it wasn't full yesterday because a lot of people have moved out, but at one point a week ago, they had 30,000 people living there, and wow. it's set up yet for, they, they anticipate that if the war continues, the people who got out of Ukraine already were those who had some means. But at the rate things are going, they will be back at this again. So, I mean, there were so many people, you can't believe it, even when I was there. And it wasn't full to capacity. Yeah. Mostly women with children. I think I might have seen 20 men. Because mm. it's against the law for anybody of fighting age, up to the age 65, to leave Ukraine. Leave, yeah. Unless you have three children. If you have three children, you're allowed to leave. Okay. But the men who are here, they're caught between this sort of 
uh, struggle. Should I be here taking care of my family or should I be at home back in defending my land, my, my country? So this is a warehouse. It's not set up for people. Yeah. It's set up for pallets full of goods or showrooms. Right. And the women arrive with their children and grandma, and they've been holding these children, three, four, seven years old, uh, on their laps or in their arms for four to five days as they've ridden trains. They stand in lines at the border for five days, wow. stand in a line for five days. They mm. get to the buildings, and they are absolute toast, as you can imagine, exhausted. Yeah. And they see a cot that's horizontal. I'm going to get to lay down. And they lay down on a borrowed pillow and a borrowed blanket, and they crash. And yeah. they, the kids have been sleeping, so the kids are, you know, fully awake and ready to take on whatever. Right. So suddenly the government goes, we have, okay, you got 30,000 people here. Half of them are children. Yeah. What are we going to do with these kids while their mothers sleep? Wow. So they've, they've had to go out and they've had to just set up these makeshift toy rooms, if you will. And then they've got volunteers coming in to take. I tell you this, I am... So if if I was Polish, yeah. I'd be so proud to be Polish today to say, we are managing this. It's incredibly yeah. hard. They are managing it. Shower facilities have to be brought in. There's uh, portable clinics. There's no kitchen facilities. Yeah. So they've got literally food trucks, you know, <laughs> like yeah. not, not government kitchens. I'm talking about food trucks like we would see in a parking lot in our country, in our towns. Right. Right. Food trucks lined up and they, they get vouchers from the from the government and say, here, you can have lunch today. Yeah. So you have this huge, like that's a macro place. Right. And yet today I'm at a, a small camp of 180 people. That's a completely different story. So you got the macro and then like where I am here today, 180 people are here and they are here more or less permanently. Okay. And yet just to feed them, think about this, 175 people costs um, – 10 to $12 per day per person. You go, yeah. well, that's not very much until you think about times 175, 180, it's about $2,000 per day. Per day, yeah. And this is a nonprofit organization that says, we've got space, come in here. Yeah. But they have don't, don't have the budget for this. Right. I mean, this wasn't in anyone's plan. So I'm, I've, no, I've just thrown a whole bunch of stuff at you, but it is, well, here's it my is overwhelming to me emotionally. Yeah. Let alone, I'm not responsible for it. Yeah. Here's my question. Um, I know I've had multiple people say, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I, I want to help, but I want to make sure that the money that I give is going to get to situations like what you're seeing today at that camp or what you're seeing at that warehouse. Can, can you give us, the direct line audience, a specific way that they could give and they know their money is going directly. It's not going for administrative support. It's going specifically for need. So here's what we've done. I mean, we're making this up on the fly to some yeah. extent, but not nowhere near with as what is taking place here in Poland and other nations around the European Union. But here's what we've done in the church I serve, First Christian Decatur. Go to the church's website, firstdecatur.org, F-I-R-S-T, decatur.org. And on the give button, is, if you push on the give button, there's a Ukrainian, you know, think tab that comes up. You yeah. can give there safely and, you know, give however you want to give. And 100% of those funds, like, candidly, I don't have told that I came with some cash, a fair amount of cash, as much as I could right. legally and safely bring. You were and a valuable person as you were flying. <laughs> I'm going to leave a substantial amount of money here today 
simply to say, can, this is a this is a, a camp that they're. I don't. I'm. Does, does it matter if they're Christians or not? They need right. food. Right. So I'm going to say, here's here's money to cover a couple of days' food. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, because I, they have, they, these people aren't going anywhere, and somebody has to go to the local version of Sam's or whatever and right. buy food. Right. So we'll. Right. So you can if you give to that, you can from Central Illinois know you're going to feed. Yeah. Some 180, half of them are kids. Yeah. You feed them food today. It's one hundred percent. We'll link that. It's firstdecatur.org. Um, and, and I highly recommend the work that First Christian Decatur is doing. And just a reminder, hundred percent of the money, it's not going for airline tickets for Pastor Wayne. hundred percent of the money you give is going to go to relief efforts. Hey, I do want to turn political for just a moment. You were almost in Warsaw as our president gave a speech, and a lot of people have uh, given him props for his speech, but the last nine words of his speech created quite the kerfuffle, we will say, uh, that Putin cannot remain in power. It was walked back almost immediately by members of his administration. How's that speech, and specifically those last nine words, how's that playing in Poland? Well, let, let's say this. He was leaving Warsaw as I was arriving. So getting out of the airport was a little bit complicated. Not dramatically. I don't want to overstate right. it. But there were police right. lines everywhere. So that was Saturday night. Can I tell you, for the average poll, I'll, I'll just say it straight up. What the U.S. president says is interesting. Yeah. But for right now, yeah. they've got two million people they're trying to take care of. Right. There's bigger and fish I, to fry. Right. Right. And... and and that's not being callous. That's not being rude. That's right. right. Well, that's the American president doing what the American president might want to do. Right. For us right now, we, there are two things that I think are on, on, Pol on Polish minds that I've heard. Yeah. One is we've got two million people we have to take care of. And are we next? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really the questions. I mean, I have dear friends that I've known for years over here. Yeah. And a lot of because we used to work over here back in the 80s. So we're talking about friendships that have been around for 35, almost 40 years. And I had dinner with some last night. And the, the question was, what are we going to do with 2 million people? Not in the short term, but in the long term. Right. One thing to say, we can take care of people for six, eight weeks, but we really want them in our homes for the, another six months. Yeah. That's what we can do with these people. And then secondly, are we next? Yeah. Well, that, that question, you know, there's a lot of people that are saying, Hey, this is world war three in its infant stages. I sure hope that's not the case. I can't imagine being in Poland. I mean, how far are you from Ukraine right now? Uh, right now, we're probably six, seven. We're, we're, right now, today, I'm up in, in the northern part of the country, about okay. three and a half hours north of Warsaw. Okay. So that, down to the Ukrainian border would be six hours away. Okay. Maybe okay. maybe not quite that far, but certainly, yeah. a, a, you know, a half day, a good half day's drive. Yeah. In Warsaw, it's a lot closer. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be right down on the border. Okay. Hey, I need to cut you off for your sake, but I've got one final question, and this is really the main reason I wanted to talk to you. You're going to hopefully be with us in studio in a couple of weeks in Danville if all works out on uh, April 14. But here's the question that I can't get out of my mind. What should the church be doing? What should Christ followers be doing? Um, we, we watch these images. We see what is seemingly evil advancing and displacing millions of people. What should the church be doing? I'll be straight up, Greg. You got to pray. Yep. And you got to pray with open eyes. I mean, yep. as Americans, we tend to be myopic. 
Mm-hmm. You know, in a sense, if it's going on in America, we're interested. Too often, what's going on in the rest of the world doesn't seem to really impact us. So I would say pray okay. with global eyes, first of all. And then secondly, straight up. What would Jesus have us do? These people are arriving with literally nothing. But I saw a little boy, his prized possession, carried all the way from Ukraine, is a tiny little cage with three budgies in it. Mm. That's all he had. Mm. He arrived in Poland with his budgies. Yeah. Now, I, he yeah. wasn't going to leave them behind. Right. So bottom line is, what would Jesus do? Jesus would feed them. Yeah. They don't have food. Right. They don't have clothes. Right. They, the, they're all wearing winter, big, heavy winter coats and heavy boots. But yeah. here it's about to turn spring. Where's the clothing going to come that's right. going to manage summer in Poland with no air conditioning in most of the places here? Mm. So I, I know I sound a little bit emphatic about it, but bottom line, pray. Give some money. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Wayne Kent, brother, I love you. Please be safe. Um, yes. Thank you for going and and tell my friend Jan I said hello. Been several years yeah. since I've seen him, but I'm thankful that you guys are on this venture together. We pray for travel mercies, and I uh, can't wait to see you in a couple weeks in uh, Danville. Great. Looking forward to it, man. Blessings. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC, member SIPC. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's gonna be great! Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, March 31st. Greg and Steph, what a great interview with Mm -hmm. Wayne Kent. Yeah, I'm glad you took the time and were able to to get him on the phone and do all that. Well, you know, I'm going to link just that Zoom interview later today. And he's in a car. I mean, so it's pretty wild. Yeah, he's on his phone in a car. In Poland. Outside of camp. Wow. Yeah, so... Hmm. Uh, a lot to chew on, definitely. I would say so. But hey, we are joined right now by Brian Carpenter, who's been uh, with us on Direct Line before. Brian, how long?
long have you been the student minister at Crossroads Christian Church? Uh, 14 years. Wow, hmm. man. 14, 14 years. 14 years. You grew up here at Second Church, right? Yes, yes. This is my uh, Second Church. is my uh, home home church. Uh, yeah. went I there. know you as Mary Lou's yeah. son. That's how yeah, I know you. Yeah, Mary Lou's kid. Um, <laughs> That's a good thing to be known. Yeah, yeah. for the most part. I mean, yeah. I know they'll listen to this, so I can yeah. say that. Yeah. But, uh, no, Mary yeah. Um, yeah, I grew up here, and shortly after... Uh, you know, Aubrey and I got married. Um, we just kind of were looking for a place of our own mm-hmm. um, as a married couple, mm-hmm. and so we landed at uh, landed at Old Union. Yeah, and uh, then couple then Old Union became uh, joined mm-hmm. with Northland, become mm-hmm. Crossroads mm-hmm. in 2006, and a few uh, questions and conversations led to the next, and mm-hmm. for here 14 years later. Uh, I've been doing student ministry, junior yeah, high and high school. So you kind of grew up. I mean, you grew up here physically, but you kind of grew up at Crossroads. Yeah, both. In, yeah, in yeah, that ministry. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, man, that's great. But hey, you've made news. Big news. You're stepping away from local church student ministry, but you're not leaving student ministry. Tell uh, Direct Line what you're going to be doing. Yeah, I uh, I am stepping away. Actually, this is my uh, this is my last week hmm. um, on staff on ministry staff at Crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm entering into what I like to call the, the local mission field. Um, I will be uh, taking over as the uh, area representative for the Fellowship of Christ- Christian Athletes, or yeah. better known awesome. around our parts as FCA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, to clarify that, I'm, I'm not taking Daniel Chapel's job. <laughs> right. uh, that has been a, a rumor that has been going around. Daniel is actually the d- area director, okay. uh, oversees seven counties now. And so I will be, for the first time ever in FCA history, and um, will be the only only focusing on Vermilion County. Uh, FCA has never had an area rep that has solely been focusing on uh, just Vermilion County. Uh, most of the reps, when Daniel came on, he was overseeing three counties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I will solely be working here in Vermilion County, awesome. um, which I'm, I'm excited about. So mm-hmm. new new chapter in, in ministry. Um, excited, nervous, and all that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. something yeah. different after 14 years. Right. Uh, it's exciting, though. Before we went on the air, I asked him, like, do you ever really step away when you're on staff? I mean, can you can you ease out of it? and? Yeah, what's, what's your answer to that? Yeah, the, the answer <laughs> to that is um, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, you know it's been one of those things. Bittersweet feeling, sure. you know. I mean, uh, this past Sunday was uh, was uh, my wife and I, who's my uh, right hand man mm-hmm. with uh, with everything mm-hmm. in ministry, as as you guys are all, uh, both aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our last youth group with mm-hmm. our junior high and high school kids, and so yeah. it was a bittersweet feeling. Sure. Um, but uh, you never really phase out <laughs> totally, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. the time will tell. We'll see. I've never, never phased, you know, out, phased before. out before. So, right. but uh, we're looking forward to it um, for this new challenge. What are some of the challenges that you face for this new adventure? <sighs> um, well, our our goal, our vision is to um, basically get our feet into every school okay. in Vermilion County. Mm-hmm. Um, to establish coaches huddles, meaning I'll be leading Bible studies. Basically, it's it's discipleship. Mm-hmm. It's discipleship within sports. Mm-hmm. Um, 
discipling the coaches to then in turn disciple the athletes. And uh, that's a big challenge. Sports in this community um, are worshipped. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Vermilion mm-hmm. County, sports are worshipped. And so FCA's mentality is what better way to take the gospel and reach these athletes and, and students and even coaches than to take it to them. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a mission field right here in our backyard. Mm-hmm. And it's a mission field that is very, um, you know, untouched right now. And, and it's just, it's ready to explode, I think. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's a, that's a challenge is just building those over the first year probably is building Mm -hmm. those relationships Mm -hmm. with the coaches and, and some of the athletes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so as you dive into this, probably fundraising is a huge thing right now. (laughs) Friend raising. I mean, (laughs) talk a little bit about what you're doing. That's the, that's kind of the, uh, at first, uh, that's kind of funny. You said that because at first, uh, when I first took this job and, and decided to come on board, that was the terrifying. Mm-hmm. aspect of it is is uh, raising your own support mm-hmm. but over time i'm learning it's the privilege because mm-hmm. what it does is it's it's the what i the way i used to look at it was that i'm asking people to invest in, in me in mm-hmm. this ministry mm-hmm. um and over the course of time uh stepping more and more in, into this realm of ministry it's i i count it as a privilege uh, and an honor because i'm bringing people into the kingdom work mm-hmm. um mm-hmm partnering with me mm-hmm. being a support team uh in and build it raising my funds uh to to fully to, to fully 100 before i could actually really start because right now technically i'm what fca calls prospective staff okay um they don't consider you full-time staff until you are uh fully funded mm-hmm. okay so that's just a matter of time of how long mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you want to take to do it mm-hmm. and uh yeah. you know being a, a dad of uh <laughs> five and a husband you need to uh, do it pretty I'm, soon. Pretty, I'm pretty motivated so <laughs> yeah. i hope it doesn't take me too long but mm-hmm. uh, i've got yeah. a good got gotten off to a good start so good. far and stuff good. like that but but that, that's the challenging part uh is that because i'm itching to do the ministry there's a lot of ministry to do mm-hmm. uh in vermilion county with uh with fca yeah and I'm just itching to do it, but got to get those funds raised first before mm-hmm. I can hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to know more about what you're doing and potentially invest in this ministry opportunity, what's the best way for them to connect with you? The best way, honestly, right now with everything becoming uh, new, uh, I still got uh, several things of training that I have left to do mm-hmm. through FCA side mm-hmm. of things before I can really hit the ground with my fundraising. But honestly, the best way to is, is to call me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my phone number is 217-778-9615, or they can uh, email me. Um, it's bcarpenter at fca.org, okay. and then I can connect with them. There's a link um, that they can uh, basically take you straight to mm-hmm. uh, my my FCA page mm-hmm. uh, where they can, if they want to be a part of the support team, they can sign up however they want, yeah. um, whether it's monthly, whether it's yearly, quarterly, however they want to do or a one-time gift, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but that would be the easiest way right now until I kind of get mm-hmm. r- really established and mm-hmm. hit the ground running with uh, fundraising. You know, I support an FCA uh, leader over in Fountain County. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for someone like me, a middle-aged grandma, I'm not going to have much impact on high school <laughs> kids you know I'm just not going to even probably be around them but I feel like it's a way that I can partner with him Um, and so I hope if some of our our listeners they might be like me saying I have a little extra money um, and I'm not going to be able to talk to kids like like you have that opportunity it's a great way it's a great organization to get involved with so absolutely and and that's the thing is uh 
you know, I mean, my parents, mm -hmm. you know, um, they don't have kids in school anymore, grandkids, right. but, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I know a lot of people that, that support FCA already mm -hmm. that they don't have kids in school Their kids are grown mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. maybe even moved out of this area, but they still support it's, it's a great organization to be a part of, right. um, Talk about the impact that a coach can have. I mean, we just kind of talked about right. March Madness, and right. yeah. part of March Madness for me has been watching these coaches and the relationships that they form with their, you know, well, in this case, their their boys. Um, but what impact can a coach have here locally in Vermilion County, and how can that impact the kingdom? Oh, I, in my opinion, I think coaches, mm -hmm. honestly, they have some of the biggest yeah. influence mm -hmm. and impact mm -hmm. And whether it's a, a student or even an, or an athlete, mm -hmm. um, I mean, you think about it, it, being in youth ministry for 14 years, we really only had access to students maybe two or three times a week. Mm -hmm. These coaches, especially in the heat of the season, mm -hmm. they have access to these athletes every single day for right. two to three hours, mm -hmm. if not longer, depending on when it is in the season. And so for, for FCA to come in and, and disciple, uh, you know, and, and empower these coaches mm -hmm. and teach them the importance of, of what FCA calls three-dimensional coaching, that third dimension is, is living the life, mm -hmm. is, is showing people who Jesus is through your coaching, mm -hmm. basically being Christ to your athletes. Mm -hmm. um, and our focus is, you know, uh, is to and through the coach, mm -hmm. simply because we feel that if we can reach the coaches mm -hmm. to then turn and reach the athletes, they have more of a, I mean, mm -hmm. being a former athlete myself and a current coach, coaches have a lifelong impact mm -hmm. on players, regardless mm -hmm. of the sport. Right. Right. And I mean, you remember the good coaches yep. for mm -hmm. a lifetime and you remember the bad right. coaches right. for right. a lifetime right. regardless. And so if we can, if we can reach these athletes mm -hmm. through the coach, for the kingdom to mm -hmm. grow the kingdom mm -hmm. and, and, and to, for those athletes to go on to either disciple other students right. in the school or right. further enter the ministry down right. the road, because let's face it in a, in a community where sports is so big, mm -hmm. athletes and coaches have a platform mm -hmm. yep. among mm -hmm. the public mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. beyond measure. Of what, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, we feel that that is, that's a huge realm, um, for the kingdom, mm -hmm. if we can reach mm -hmm. coaches and athletes, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a great platform to to have, and and I'm I'm privileged and honored to be a part of that ministry that really focuses solely on that. Right. Well, Brian Carpenter, thank you for 14 years of student ministry, mm -hmm. man. That blows away every statistic that's out there <laughs> in terms of ministry longevity. Mm -hmm. But thank you for taking this risk mm -hmm. and stepping into the ministry of FCA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love your goal. To have a huddle in every school mm -hmm. in the county. That's a Absolutely. huge, huge goal. It is. But, but I think it's one that would benefit Vermilion County mm -hmm. uh, for years and years to come. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One I mean, more time, your number if someone wants more information. You can get a hold of me at 217-778-9615 or by email at bcarpenter, uh, bcarpenter at fca.org. All right, Brian awesome. Carpenter, blessings to you, my friend. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, you're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member S. IPC.
Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg on this last Thursday in March, and it was good to have Brian with us. I've known him just through Mary Lou and and Bill here, but, um, you know, always as the youth pastor kind of guy. So it's kind of neat to watch him, you know, spread his wings. Absolutely. It just makes sense. FCA makes sense. It's a great fit. And, you know, anyone that does student ministry for 14 years in one church, I mean, that's awesome, you know, to be able to pull that off and then to stay in the community and be able to leverage the relationships that you have through sports. That's just great. Absolutely. Well, hey, we got some big things happening. Easter at the arena. Yeah. Two and a half weeks away. It's coming Are you nervous or not? I'm not nervous this year. I don't know why. Um, You've seemed calm. I'm pretty calm. I've never been around you yeah. when Easter at the arena is happening. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes I'm not so calm, but okay. maybe it'll hit me the last week. I don't know. But I'm excited. It's be awesome. I'm excited for you because this will be your first Easter at the arena. And it really excited. is. Yeah. It's such a fun weekend for the yeah. whole church. You, all the volunteers that come out to set up yeah. and then the community. I mean, our church community comes together. It's so yeah. it's so fun. And then there's always people, you know, visitors and yeah. people who have never been before. So and I have a lot of family coming, which yeah. I think is just cool. Marla's yeah. mom and dad are oh, coming good. over my mom's gonna come good. Uh, i'm just i'm really excited i cannot wait for yeah. that day it's gonna yeah. be good stuff one other thing i wanted to mention we are hosting something on friday night april 29 called secret what church is this well, david platt i don't know if you know that name or not he's one no. of the great christian leaders in america okay. he's at mclean bible church right now and he's been doing secret church for years what is and it? It, it's basically a gathering like Christians probably gather in China or North Korea, and it's intentionally at night. It's intentionally under the cover of darkness, but it's a webinar, basically. A simulcast would be a better way of saying it, but six hours looking at some of the most pressing issues facing the church today. It's really designed for men, and it's really kind of saying, let's step up and let's lean into it. women cannot come to it? No, I don't think that's the case, but Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's really, it's David Platt trying to pour into men saying, rise up saying the time is now but chris robinson
Robinson, yeah. one of our sponsors and one of our elders, right. has been hosting this at his office, just okay. kind of, you know, with a handful of people. Really? And we were talking, he was telling me about it, and I'm like, we need to do that at church, and we need to let people know about it. Right. So, so I, is there, do you have to sign up for yeah, it? Yeah, I think you pay like $15. I mean, it's not much. Okay. It's, a, it's a pittance, you know, huh. when you look at the money that we spend on other stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, it's not for the week at heart. I mean, hmm. most people, 6 p.m. to midnight on a Friday, exactly. they're not going down this road. I mean, but, you've got um, me kind of intrigued by it. Yeah. So. so I'll get you some information, I, but if you are listening uh-huh. and you want more information, reach out to me, Secret Greg Church. at secondchurch.com. And we'll talk more about it okay. in the All weeks right. ahead. Hey, couldn't do direct line without our great sponsors. Mm-hmm. Who are we saying thanks Don to? Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson, who you just mentioned with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight, who are parents of Brian Carpenter, yes. Lakewood Insurance, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Got to do this quick. Time is short. Okay. History page this week. April 1, 1700, English pranksters begin popularizing the annual <laughs> a long time April ago. Fool's Day. Now, wow. how do they know that it happened in 1700? Somebody probably wrote it down. Well, I guess. I'm reading I don't know. this, and I'm not really sure not that it's it? really 1700, because mm-hmm. then okay. they say maybe it dates back to 1582, and yeah, it was Lord. about a calendar, and the new year was no longer going to be April 1, but January 1, and then they talk about pranks that I won't read on the air, but um, <laughs> just really messing with people. But um, I, I wanted to ask you if you're an April's Fool I'm kind not, of person. I'm not. I'm not. I'll be nice. I, I haven't. I'll be nice I won't do that to anybody else. And, okay. Yeah. Number two, March 30, 1981, newly elected President Ronald Reagan is shot after leaving a speech in Washington, D.C. Do you remember it? it? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time I can remember that we stopped having class. Mm -hmm. I was in middle school, sixth grade, and they wheeled in the television, and Mm -hmm. we watched the reports. And the sad thing about Mm -hmm. it, I still remember some of my classmates cheering because President Reagan was shot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In sixth grade? Sixth grade. Yeah. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. Hmm. But he did recover and went on to serve Mm -hmm. two full terms, and many believe uh, one of our greatest presidents. Who was the guy that got shot with him? John Hinckley. Oh, there was three others that were shot. Brady was the one that's probably most famous, but yeah, tough stuff. Number three, March 28, 1984. This is for our friend Kylie Garrison. Mm -hmm. Owner Bob Ursay moves the Baltimore Colts in the middle of the night to Indianapolis. How do you do that? I don't know, but I still remember the picture (laughs) of the big moving trucks making their way wow. into Indianapolis. Huh. And uh, Indianapolis has had a football team ever since. Ever since, that's and right. you're not really a Colts fan. No, I, you're a football I, fan. Oh, but I like yeah, the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I, like I think them. the Colts are going to be my team this year. Are they? I think I'm going to cheer you're, for them. You're, you're the done Bears, with the Bears? Just, I, are you it, done with it's that? It's just too much, yeah. <laughs> too much heartbreak. Bears, <laughs> Illini, Cubs. Yeah. Oh, man. I think I might be going down a different road. So, <laughs> Nothing well, wrong with that. I have reserved the good news segment for you. Well, How much time do I have? You've got 15 seconds. I'll just say that being a grandparent is yep. pretty darn good yep. and we god to... worked out i mean he works out things Absolutely. amazingly i mean that baby is perfect congratulations so, thank you happy thank for you. you thank you on behalf of <laughs> stephanie this is greg thanks to wayne kent and brian carpenter mm-hmm. for joining us this week and we'll see you next week for direct line so long